0: What if World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon?
1: What if kittens a clock
0: Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Ernest.
2: Hello, my name is Ernest. I like Fred the dog because he has a long tongue. My What If question is, what if all the water in What If World was replaced with sugar? Bye. I love your stories. Mr.
0: <laughs> First off, Ernest, I love Fred the dog for that reason and many more. And I must also admit to having a bit of a sweet tooth. Now we've got another question from a listener named Lola. Hi,
2: my name's Lola. My question
0: is, what if it rained cake from the sky? Oh, this is a sugar blast of an episode, and there's one more question I'm going to partly use from a listener named Anaye from Montreal, Canada. I'm always trying to squeeze in extra questions for you all, and this was a really cool one. So, let's find out. What if it rained cake from the sky? What if water was replaced with sugar? Plus a little bit of a secret question from Anaye. <laughs> Abacus P. Grumbler woke up. His messy bedroom slash office was in the tallest tower of the observatorium. And while a part of him wanted to spend time cleaning his room, today was not the day for that.
1: Oh, I'm so excited!
0: Abacus put on his tallest, longest, floppiest wizard hat. And then he grabbed a nice dirty apron and... Apron, Abagis, why are you putting that over your head? Mr. Eric, I don't have to explain myself to you. It's my day off. And he skipped his way all the way down the spiraling staircase, only slipping once or twice. <clears throat> ah, skipping downstairs is a bad idea. <laughs> Learn something new even on your day off. Abagus stepped outside. The sun was shining bright, and he breathed in deeply taking in the fresh, earthy scent of the observatorium's garden. Good morning, Fred the Dog, he said to the giant leafy garden sculpture of Fred. It did not answer him back, which was exactly what he wanted.
1: Oh, what a joyous day,
0: said Abacus. And even at a thousand years old, he moved with a spring in his step. At least until storm clouds started to roll in. Don't try to narrate how I'm feeling, Mr. Eric. All those storm clouds mean is a little bit of shade, said Abacus, taking his hat off just as a light drizzle of rain started tickling his bushy eyebrows and making dewdrops in his long white beard. Oh, I love the taste of rain in my mustache. <laughs> ah, why is that so sweet? Pondered Abacus, who had clearly not been paying attention to the what-if question. Are you telling me water's becoming sugar already? But it's my day off! Abacus slapped his hat back on his head, and let the sugary, simple syrup run down it, rather than stick in his hair and beard. So the rain turned to sugar, so what?
1: For once it's not my fault. And besides... It's my day off.
0: But you've got to, Abakus. Got to what? Huh? It was doctor Wendy Anna Joan. What if world's most famous time traveling inventor? Didn't you just say I'm not getting involved this time? No, I said it's my day off. I apologize. I'm usually much better at interrupting with my time travel. No, you uh, have been (laughs) quite good at interrupting today, Wendy, and it's my day off. Time is irrelevant. In the fourth dimension, you can save the world and take the day off simultaneously said the Learninator, Wendy and his shiny time-traveling robot buddy. Well, I'm sorry, but I don't live in the fourth dimension. Yes, you do. You just don't see it. Okay, fine, but I don't think a little sugar is going to be the end of the world right now. Don't you see? Sugar rains only the beginning, with one more water cycle of evaporation, condensation, and precipitation. I know the water cycle. We're just trying to learn the people at home. All right, it's important, I understand. Why don't you take my rainbow and arrow and fire it into the clouds? That should fix any uh, weather-based anomaly. Have you checked the science on that? No, I haven't. I'm a wizard. It's magic. Please go. But don't you want to come on an adventure? Not particularly. Good day. Abacus handed Wendy and a rainbow bow and an arrow of multicolored light and shooed them on their way. <sighs> <sighs> His wide, floppy hat was starting to get weighed down by all the sugary rain. But he took another determined step into his garden before...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he heard the giggly approach of a couple of kids over the garden path. It was none other than Zack and Zizi Jamaloo.
2: Abegus, we found a hairbrush vine,
0: said Zack. One of the rarest trees in the whole wide world, said Zizi. They were both covered in sugary rain, and seemed to be in the grips of a serious sugar rush. Children, that is a wonderful discovery, but- But then we got
2: grounded by our parents because we tried to climb it without telling them that it was a really tall, dangerous tree. And now they won't take us up there in our rocket ship house, even though we have a rocket ship house that could just fly us up there, and then we could see the cane Canocerus, the flying cloud dog. So we were figuring you could take us on a field trip up there, because, like, a field trip's educational, so how could our parents say no to that? Oh
0: my. Hmm. <laughs> Abacus stretched out his wand with two fingers, turning it into an extra wide umbrella, and held it over the kids for a moment. Zack and Zizi, sometimes I need to do something for myself. Just like sometimes you need to do things that are just for you. Something you enjoy that makes you feel full, that makes us feel like our true selves. So, like magic? No, magic is just what I teach because I'm so good at it. Right. No, for me, my special thing is gardening. I could garden every day if I had the chance. But this is your magic school. How could your happy thing be gardening? My students and my school mean the world to me. But if I only focus on them, my garden gets overgrown. You see where I'm going?
2: This is this going to be a forest adventure? Because we just had one
0: of those. No, no, tending your garden is a metaphor.
2: So you're not going to cut down that carnivorous tree? <laughs> or pull those whiny weeds? Eh, uh, when you list us after the people eating tree, we don't sound so scary.
0: Griped a whiny weed. But you're not scary, said Zizi.
2: I know, we're just annoying. It's not fair.
0: We can't help it.
2: Yeah, we're not intelligent life capable of emotional resilience and whatnot. But y- you're talking.
0: No, oh, but we're mindless other than our ability to complain.
2: And respond to inquiries about said complaints. You just pull us from the ground that's what i've been
1: trying to do well hurry up this is taking forever
0: abacus plucked the whiny weed from the ground and whatever magic was making it complain seemed to drift away see this garden is far from perfect but it's wonderful and flawed and strange and mine still i've got to take care of it now and then before it gets truly hopeless Well, you know, crow's a people-eating tree. I'm not carnivorous anymore. I learned to eat whiny weeds. Just stick some in my mouth with your yummy hands. That's
1: what you said the last three times you tried to eat me.
0: Uh, Okay, Uh, we're gonna
2: go. Wait, did you get the lesson? You've got to tend to your garden or
1: it'll eat you? And possibly others.
2: (laughs) Okay, I'm out of here. Okay, bye.
1: (laughs) Well played my
0: fruititarian ficus friend. They must have thought I was a partridge-eating pear tree. (laughs) Silly children. You only try to eat me when I don't feed you enough fruit. Yeah. And don't worry, I'm I'm planning to get you some today. (laughs) Very soon. (sighs) And Abacus slowly backed away from the fruititarian ficus. And finally went to gather his gardening tools when a fiery meteorite crashed into the garden path right in front of him. Oh
1: what now? That's what they all say when Molomo shows up!
0: Molomo was a spacefaring lava person who had a tenuous relationship with Abacus, seeing as Molomo had almost blown Abacus up once or twice before deciding he wanted to be his friend.
1: What do you want, Molomo? It's my day off! I just wanted to say hi!
0: So you rocket in on my garden unannounced?
1: Sorry! Do you know there's a robot and a woman with a robot leg? Fighting with clouds in the troposphere? Yes, I gave them the rainbow and arrow.
0: They're trying to stop this sugar rain so that I can enjoy a little quiet as I tend to my garden.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Just ask me to go when I'm gone. Boundaries and all that. Or I can help garden quietly, or just stand here. Lava people can go eons without talking.
0: And Molomo seemed to shift and almost freeze into place, if a fiery lava statue could actually freeze. Abacus followed Molomo's gaze up into the sky, where Wendiana and Lerninator were using the rainbow and arrow to light up the dark clouds. Oh, this is very bad. What if world is doomed for sure this time? Why did we think shooting rainbows into a cloud would do anything? That's what you get for bothering a wizard on their day off. Blast
1: you Abacus! again! I'm sure they're fine.
0: Oh, but you know, they are making rather a big mess. And Abacus watched as the dark storm clouds... Started getting bright stripes of all different colors, and the syrupy rain falling from them started to look more like sprinkles. Maybe I could use a little help um, and some quiet company, Molimo. And you know, if you could help me evaporate some of this sugar water, ah, and feed some fruit to the ficus, they won't be biting your lava skin—that's for sure. Mm. now I'm asking rather a lot
1: of you, Molimo. Are you sure you don't mind helping me? Molomo? Molomo, did you hear me? Oh, are we talking again? I was enjoying quietly staring off into the sky. Uh,
0: Yes, but you offered to help, and I was thinking maybe if you could start by doing something about this sugar rain. Molomo answered Abacus with a wink, lifting up their wide, red, rocky hands and blasting... ...a curtain of fire high up into the sky... The garden did heat up a little, but it just warmed the wizard's old bones. Syrupy water started to sizzle and steam away, evaporating and rising back up in the sky. Mole shaped his fiery cloud into a funnel, giving the steam a path back up and through the fire curtain and back towards the clouds. Abacus stared at his friend Molomo in wonder. He'd never seen the lava creature show such magical mastery. The fiery funnel overhead lit the garden with golden light, so Abacus tucked down his garden hat against the glare and set to work, enjoying the faint roar and crackle of the warm and fiery sky. After a couple hours of companionable silence, Abacus heard himself speak. You know, I've never enjoyed spending time with you this- That's what they all say. This much, Molomo. I've never enjoyed it this much. Oh. And Molomo turned back toward the clouds, which were now as colorful as a rainbow and as thick as frosting. Oh. And that was when cake started raining from the sky. A rainbow of colorful cake chocolate and raspberry, vanilla and lemon, trace leche and rum raisin, and any other kind of cake you can think of! Swirls of frosted cake hit Molomo's fiery funnel and fell through the center, piling up in a warm and gooey tower, right in the middle of Abacus's nice clean garden. Fortunately, the cake filled in the crater Molomo had left and rose up as a tiered and towering cake, Even higher than the Fred the Dog garden sculpture.
1: I'm sorry, said Mole I was just trying to help. Oh, I've made a mess of things. Nonsense. Well, no, that's a huge mess. But it's just one pile of
0: cake. The rest of the garden looks beautiful. Besides, I was just starting to feel hungry anyway. Abacus conjured a pair of forks, and then saw... <laughs> ...Wendiana and Lerninator appear through a portal. Your rainbow and arrow just seem to make things worse, Abacus. Then they saw the big, beautiful pile of molten, multicolored cake. Correction, may we have some cake? That's not a correction, that's a question. Correction, give me cake. I- <laughs> I was just going to offer you all some Great, thanks, and maybe summon us some milk? There's a spell for that, right? ZZ, Zack, what are you still doing here? But Abacus looked around at this little impromptu gathering, and at the mountain of cake before them. It hadn't been the kind of day off he'd imagined, but he'd enjoyed himself despite it all. His garden looked great, and the cake clouds were finally clearing up. All right, I'll conjure four more forks. Make that five forks, said the fruititarian ficus. Frosting is a fruit, right? Um, why not? The end. Lola, Ernest, and Anaye, thank you so much for your questions. We're going to play Anaye's question for you right now.
2: Hi, Mr. Eric. My name is Anaye from Montreal, Canada. Um... I'm six, and and um I really really love your show and your podcast. And what and can you please write a, a story about a competition where a where we have to shoot a cloud with a rainbow bow and arrow?
0: Okay, and I apologize I couldn't fit in the rainbow and arrow competition, but I loved the idea of shooting rainbow and arrows into the clouds. And I really hope you enjoyed the story it helped us tell. Maybe you kids at home can tell your own story about a rainbow and arrow competition, hmm? And if you do, you can get a grown-up's help to email it to whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com. You can also support our show by going to patreon.com whatifworld. Patrons get ad-free episodes, a better chance of getting their question answered, a shout-out on the show, and access to other great rewards. Fred the Dog here to shout-out Logan who just turned 11 on June 25th. Logan listens to our podcast every night at bedtime and has two pugs named Marvin and Mila. Well, woof, 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 woof to you two. That hello and be very nice to Logan. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Miss Lynn, my producer, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that the days we most look forward to seldom turn out the way we plan, but we can still find all sorts of fun in them by keeping an open mind. And until we meet again, keep wondering.